final bits of this conversation. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure people have approached you as they've been buying from you as, as maybe a gateway into Ghana. So um, you as someone that's been living, working or having a business for about you know, 10, 20 years, mm-hmm. um, what, what advice do you tend to give to those who are looking to relocate or move to Ghana, invest in Ghana, also live in Ghana as well? Sure. Sure. So yeah, that's a conversation that comes up often. Mm. Um, it's interesting. I'm, there's so many ways to approach the country. And I think if you're an entrepreneur, it's, it's almost a calling. And I think that that's usually the driver that you see an opportunity. There's something that's just not quite right. And you realize that there's some set of resources that you specifically have where you can meet that need. So that's usually, once you have that driver um, and you're disciplined and uh, you, can, you can live within your means, you, it, you have the patience that's required to succeed over a long, longer time horizon. Yeah. And then if you can find people, for me, my training is in African-American studies, literature, and history. Right? So I'm not an engineer, I'm not an architect. But it's allowed me to have the humility to learn from everybody. Because right? I'm not necessarily supposed to know anything. So whether it's economics or finance, banking, I've, I've allowed myself to <clears throat> sit at the feet of various people from various different disciplines and ask lots of questions and assimilate as much of that as I can, try things, and uh, you know, you just keep what works. So... I think the rate of change that I find in Accra, there's, a, there's just huge opportunities for everybody in, in an array of different fields. So if you're looking to move back um, and you're, you've, you've got a foot in the developed world, there's, uh, there are great opportunities for you. Awesome. And what what um, pitfalls would you share with those who are looking to make, make those moves that, that you can share from your years of experience, whether it's yeah, investing, I, living, or relocating? I think it's important to just take a very humble, and I think people, there's a conversation around this, that sometimes mm. things aren't quite as easy as they look, that there, there may be a reason um, that things are happening the way you may expect them. So, you know, it's not as... It's easy as saying, okay, well, there's, there's a, a gap in the market and I can pluck this thing that's working in Bristol and plop it into Accra and make millions. Yeah. You know, oftentimes there's a reason why there's, you know, that fit might need some adjustment. Yeah. So you have to maybe sandbox it and start small. Um, and then, you know, I think it's true probably anywhere in the world you just want to Make sure that you are you've provisioned the business properly, and uh, you've got some contingency plans if things take longer than you expect. Yeah, I mean, it's the, I think there's always going to be universal principles that you can take if you're moving to a country like Ghana. I mean, you build and then you te- build, you test, you iterate, go back to the market, come okay. back, tweak, and then launch, and then you know improve your your version, and you know hopefully tweak until you get it right. It sounds like that's what you've been doing with 
some of your projects as well. I mean, seeing what the market wants, trying to make a little fine tuning tweaks here and there, and then to get that out to the get get back out on the market, and then hopefully make that sell, and then take that knowledge into your next projects. Exactly, that's exactly right. Wonderful. Really enjoyed having you here, Kofi. Adrian, Do you have any you. announcements that you want to make in terms of? Uh, do you still have some units that you're selling? Or? Yeah, we do. So essentially, what we do is we just build in phases. Okay. So we'll we'll build phase one, sell it off. Build mm-hmm. phase two, sell it off. We're in the in the midst of phase three now. So I suspect as we're so. getting ready for Christmas and yeah. the whole diasporian <laughs> tribe descends on Ghana. Uh, it shouldn't take us very long to to move those, but once those are gone, we'll put some more on the market. Nice. So it's more or less. Would you say it's kind of selling itself at this rate, or it's still a little bit of? Yeah, you know, we have an interesting strategy. So we work with a lot of uh, of YouTubers, and um, and also on LinkedIn. Yeah, I've I've just been really it's really good LinkedIn, isn't it? It's wild. Yeah, because it's like Facebook in 2014. The organic reach is really good. Yeah, because when one person comments or likes, then other people in their network see it, and mm-hmm. then there's just this um, network effect that happens. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. And, uh, and just in terms of finding, I've got a, a network of about thirty thousand Ghanaians, um, mostly professionals in the di- in the diaspora, and it's it's I've been building that for the past four years, and I've met so many incredible people, and just you know linked up sometimes like, hey, let's hop in a zoo and have a chat about something. Um, and then you can find you can find your market, mm. and it's not easy. It's not you know it's not it's not that difficult to identify a Ghanaian in the diaspora. <laughs> so you know you just you find the names. You're looking at various yeah. cities. But I'll pop up. You know if I go and visit some friends in Chicago, at a network of 600 Ghanaian professionals that I can yeah. reach out to, and ask them, well, hey, is there an event that I should be attending? Uh, and everybody's always so helpful. So I think it's a combination of telling the story on, on YouTube and then multiplying that by the network on LinkedIn. That's really been my formula. So you know, I was, uh, I've tried to take a, a page out of Elon's book. You, know, you never see a Tesla ad. Yeah. Right. But he's just kind of like this one man PR machine. The personal brand. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's, you know, if you see a billboard, that's great. But you walk through a home with Vanessa Camby or with Ivy Prosper, yeah. right? And you really get a sense of, you can spend 20 minutes and see, okay, well, how much space is there in the scullery? And yeah, you know, well, you, know, you, you got a sense of how much space there is in the, in the, in the, in the living, living room. Right? And it's, it's more tactile. And you, it's, um, so for us to, to be able to communicate with that level of specificity, a global audience pinpointing Ghanaians in the diaspora. And um, again, the, the Ghanaian, particularly the Ghanaian diaspora in, in the UK, is massively supportive. Mm-hmm. Um, a number of associations, the overlap. You see people who run the real estate um, diaspora community mm-hmm. supporting the people who run the kind of more social Ghanaian. <laughs> so everyone's all linked up. And yeah. everybody comes out for each other's events. Yeah. You know, and then there's uh, the, the nursing association and the doctors and dentists and yeah. everybody's rooting for each other. Yeah. Right. It's just a really warm environment. Yeah. Um, so I've, I've really felt, uh, 
felt lucky to be able to build into particularly the London diaspora community, share content. Uh, and you're right, people, they share. You know, people who maybe, maybe they bought a house, maybe they have no intention of buying a house, but they just think, oh, this is an interesting thing. And, yeah. and um, you know, so that's allowed me to basically zero out my marketing budget and produce and sell houses cheaper. So it's uh, the the technology has has also been an enabler. Mm. Amazing. So I mean, it seems like the the, the trick here is in the modern day and age is to um, <clears throat> build build a network or community, and then build build trust and familiarity with them, and you know, tell a story or show them a you know show them whether it's a skill set or something. Let them you know build trust in you, and then you'll be able to send a product or service to that specific circle group of people that tends to be like, I think a, a more popular way of uh, doing business these days, especially with the social media internet and the content. So it's quite interesting how that's working for you. Very, very interesting. And um, you mentioned the UK community is uh, um, quite vibrant and very supportive. I know we're wrapping up now. Just quickly want to um, ask you before we go, mm-hmm. um, how is the, how does the American African American community respond to,